Hi, I'm Alex, and this is the Fanatic Fulcrum. This is the special edition Halloween episode of what is no longer the State Hornets' newest podcast. That title belongs to the football podcast Fourth and Goal, which you should definitely check out if you're even the mildest football fan. Mac and Brandon are the biggest fans of Hornet football, and it sure bleeds through the microphone. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome. The Fulcrum is the turning point where people talk about how they went from being fans of a franchise or other media and how that passion turned into identity. Uh, This is where they get to come on and talk about it. Our last guest saw a former Walt Disney Imagineering intern and historian describe his visceral experience on roller coasters and how that led him to becoming a mechanical engineer and filmmaker. He revealed to me why the Disneyland Matterhorn bobsleds always break down. I'd love to tell you why, but if you want to learn, you have to check out that episode at statehornet.com or on Spotify. My guests today are Zoe Crawford, a YouTuber who emphasizes reviews and reactions of the latest and most iconic horror films, and Ayana Williams, the visuals editor for the State Hornet, and a massive Stephen King fan. Zoe and Ayana both attended San Joaquin Delta College in Stockton, California. From there, Zoe started the YouTube channel with Ayana making the edits. Over time, Zoe began producing content more consistently, filming reactions to trailers and reviews of films after seeing them on opening night. This turned into developing a large enough subscriber base to earn tickets to movie screening so he could publish spoiler-free reviews the day the movie comes out. His channel will be linked in the description below. Ayana's most recent work can also be found at statehornet.com. Without any further ado, let's get into it. Well, hi, Zoe. Hi, Anna. Thank you for uh, joining me today. Hi, thanks for having us. Thank you. So uh, do you want to explain a little bit about what your channel is and uh, what you use it for? Yeah, so my YouTube channel is uh, Zoe Crawford, and I pretty much just talk everything movies. I'm just a movie nerd, and it's kind of just a vessel for me to just kind of geek out on topics that I'm really interested in. Nice. Much like this podcast, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great. We love that. And Ayana, what do you, what do, you do for, uh, I guess, the channel? I Maybe not so much anymore, but I heard in the beginning you were rather heavily involved in the process. Yeah. So um, in the beginning, especially, like I helped a lot out with post-production. Um, he's really good with like the camera work and I'm really good at all the editing. And so uh, in the beginning, I did a lot, a lot if not most of the, uh, the editing for like all the post-production, uh, the audio and the video editing. And uh, over time, I like kind of taught him along the way, like how to do it. He like would like uh, kind of shadow me and he eventually picked it up on his own. And so now he's mostly doing all the editing on his own. I was yeah. terrible at first. I, I, couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do anything. Like I mainly just didn't like, like have, <laughs> I didn't like really try. Like I was terrible at audio editing. I was really only interested in video stuff, but she taught me like everything to do with audition and premiere and just also I went to uh, San Joaquin Delta College and they had a media program there and I learned a lot from uh, Miss Broger who's like like the best professor ever. She's like amazing and she taught me a lot of stuff that I had no idea just learning everything that goes into making videos or just making content in general. It's it's a lot to uh, <laughs> it's a lot to grasp at first. It's it's kind of overwhelming and. In the beginning, Ayana would just help me out a lot, so it was definitely very helpful. I still help him out a little bit, but he's yeah, like, like yeah, like with some graphic stuff, like I'll just like like if I want to put some text on screen or something with my videos, like I'll definitely like have like Ayana help me because mm. I'm I'm still like I'm like now getting the grasp of everything, but there's still times where I need help for sure. Did you go to the same college? Is this the one you guys got the 
you guys got yeah we both went to the the radio television program at san joaquin delta college and did you like graduate from it so you're probably like the most certified person in this room (laughs) oh yeah i got i got uh, i got my aa from that that program yeah nice she's adobe certified and everything she's that's sick (laughs) no i'm glad to have you on the state hornet oh by the way i honest the the visuals editor for the state hornet like full disclosure (laughs) yeah so um is there a little bit of a an emphasis on your channel about uh, more on the horror side? Um, not at first. Okay. So at first, I just like really just wanted to do movie reviews, and like I would just see like I would just be at home and like I would watch movies and I would want to talk about them. But people around me necessarily weren't on the same level as I was. They weren't as interested in like talking about a movie for like two hours. You know, like the average person doesn't want to go like in depth talking about the scene, the structures, the camera work, the cinematography, and, like, how the script is broken down and what this character arc is and all this deep stuff that goes into a movie. Your average person, like, your average friend or Joe Smo doesn't want to, like, talk about stuff like that. So I figured I could just make a channel and, like, build a community where, like, I can talk to people who are interested in the same things that I am. And just, films just happen to be, like, the one thing I really nerd out about. Horror movies have definitely become, like, an emphasis now because, like, October I mean yeah well just in general like at first I would just talk about um like movie news regarding horror films and that kind of got a lot of traction on my channel like I would talk about the upcoming Halloween movie or Scream and that got like a lot of views so I was like oh okay like this could be something I could talk about more and people just want to listen to it so it just kind of gained traction out of nowhere really so Halloween um I have seen your channel is that your favorite movie of all time um it's up there. Okay. It's, it's for sure. It's probably my favorite horror slasher film of all time. Okay. I think this year I've watched Halloween how many times? Like three times. I own it on 4K, so I, I watch it pretty frequently. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we just bought the 4K DVD like two months ago, and we've watched it at least four times since then. And I'm just like, okay. Like, you watch it with him? Oh, yeah. No, he no, makes okay. it. no she doesn't. <laughs> he makes, I'm, in, I'm in the room. Oh, yeah, she's in the room. <laughs> Asleep? Like. No, just, <laughs> I just I watch what I'm watching on my phone. <laughs> Cause it's just we've seen it so many times now, but he loves it. So I did okay. So I did before we started this podcast. I mean, we did talk a little bit beforehand, mm-hmm. and you recommended that I watch this movie, and I did, and I I, I did like it. Mm-hmm. I did like it for what it was. I, I like it's a seven point seven on IMDb. I don't I don't know. If I know am I like charting dangerous waters or not even making eye contact with you? No, no, good. no. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah. Is it the original I'm, Halloween? Yeah, the yeah, first yeah. one. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. If anything, look. I watched it at like I popped it in at like eleven thirty midnight yeah. after like I beat a deadline, so I was a little bit tired. The movie was a little, it is it is slow paced. I oh. wish I had like known that but, like, going into it. I think it's well, for instance, it's a movie from nineteen seventy eight, so you have to like take that into account. If you're if you're used to like modern day horror where there's a lot of gore and it's fast paced and the lighting is super perfect and all this other stuff. It's very hard to go back to movies from the 70s or even 80s. It's just a different era, so you kind of have to keep that in mind. But I just love the simplicity of 1970s Halloween. It's just, it's it's a movie where if you're in the filmmaking or you want to make films, you look at that movie because it was made on such a shoestring budget. It was made for $300,000, which even back then is like extremely cheap for a movie. Like uh, I was reading articles and, and watching videos I think the crew was no more than a dozen people. Oh wow! On a featured film, you know, yeah, yeah. so people were doing multiple jobs. People were lighting, lighting, and gaffing, and, and audio, and, and, and cinematography, and just 
even I think three people played Michael Myers in the movie. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I didn't know that. You know, it's it's, cool. it's 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 very inspirational and it's super simplistic and it shows that you don't need a lot to make like a really good film. It, it's it's very simplistic. It's it's natural lighting for the most part. It's 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 a simple premise. It's just making the most out of nothing, pretty much. It's a simple movie. It's a slasher movie. It's a guy stalking a babysitter in a white mask. It's it's nothing more than that, but. I felt like John Carpenter made the most out of that simple premise and made it into this, this iconic film, and it's just really inspiring to watch that movie. That that's why it means a lot to me. And obviously, I love this this story. I love to see Michael Myers, you know, slash people up. Like that's obviously like the main draw. But knowing that story behind it and knowing like what it took to make that movie just makes me like really appreciative of like filmmaking and realizing how difficult it is. How hard it is just to even make a solid film, like regardless of like a, an iconic film. It's just there's so much that goes into it. It's just really amazing that that film turned out the way it did. I got chills. All this passion. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really did like the Sam Loomis character. Yeah, um, Donald Pleasance is it, amazing. He's a he was a British actor. And he's really famous in, in Europe, and he was like the main draw to that movie because a lot of people. Jamie, that was Jamie Lee Curtis's first feature film. Like, she wasn't in anything. Um, her mom, Janet Lee, was in the movie Psycho, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. She's the opening kill in that movie. The shower scene, the very famous shower scene you see in movies where she's getting stabbed, that's oh, Jamie wow. Lee Curtis's mom. Dang. Yeah. So <laughs> They just can't get away from getting stabbed on camera. Yeah, and um, getting back to Donald Pleasance, he's a phenomenal British actor, and a lot of people on set of that movie... When he came on set, a lot of people kind of like puckered up and like, oh, like we need to get serious now because Donald Pleasance is on set because he's a phenomenal actor. I mean, I there's just scenes and dialogues and moments in that movie where it's like, damn, like that's like that's acting. Like that's not like you can't teach that. Some people are just born with certain talents, and I feel like Donald Pleasance is like a gem. And like rest in peace. He he died, um, 1995 October 5th, which is a couple days ago. And I happened to release like my Halloween video on that day, like not even knowing that. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like that, that, that was sweet. Like, cause I, I really appreciate Donald Pleasance. Like he was like a really great actor and like really missed, like he's phenomenal. I really think he made that. Like I wouldn't have believed that Michael Myers was as scary as he was if it wasn't for the Sam yeah. Loomis character. Cause that movie's very slow paced. And I think without Donald Pleasance, that movie would not work. Like he, he kind of like instills that fear he made you. that movie. Yeah, he, he, he gives you a lot of the exposition in the movie and tells you a lot about Michael and tells you, like, you know, how evil he really is and kind of, like, gives these awesome monologues. Like, if you've seen the movie, you know what I'm talking about. And I just don't think that movie would have been what it was without him. I think he's really important, for sure. Like, without a doubt. He just... I mean, uh, there's obviously a lot of also factors that made the movie good. Like, I thought Jamie Lee Curtis did great for her first feature film. Cause she was... 17 18 at the time that's a lot to ask of like a lead actor that young like imagine being 17 in a feature-length film like that's very difficult in a horror film because there's a lot of emotions you deal with a lot of just acting scared and screaming and just a whole lot of stuff that goes into it so i i really i really love halloween that's i i can gush about it for hours but i don't want to like take this whole podcast <laughs> that's okay that's okay we're at 10 minutes it's fine <laughs> to talk about it but um what were your impressions of it like um, after like what is your opinion about the film because obviously like you know my opinion I love it but I, I always like to hear other people's opinions about films that are especially older films because I feel like it's it's easy to look at and be like oh this is really boring or it's slow paced and then you 
you know, some people just don't really appreciate things like that. And like, I'm not saying you don't, but I just want to hear like your opinion on it. Like overall. I, I liked it. I did like the cliffhanger. Um, gotta yeah. I'm a big old Marvel fan and every movie in that, in that like series and that franchise is going to end on like, you're not going to get any closures. So that was very nice. I watched Nightmare on Elm Street last week. Don't want to spoil the ending. Spoiler alert for anybody the, who's the listening. The movie's like 30 years long. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> but yeah, like the whole, when they all get in the car and they're all alive again, but then they get like all the doors locked and they drive off. I was like, great. Like that's like modern day, like here comes the sequels and the sequels and the, again, and like 20 movies later here we are with Halloween Kills or I don't know if they're doing another I know they made like Freddy vs. Jason oh like no that. that franchise has been dormant for a while now um, I think I, it's time I, to bring it back yeah Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th haven't made a sequel haven't made a movie in 12 years oh, which wow. is ridiculous yeah, yeah. and we're kind of getting like a slasher renaissance right now because we have Halloween coming back or is already in full effect and then we have Scream coming back next year so Texas Chainsaw Massacre is coming back this year. So we have like a whole slasher renaissance. So I'm sure we'll get Friday the 13th or we'll get Nightmare on Elm Street again. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Sweet. Um, I'm going to flip it over to Ayana. Mm-hmm. Your favorite movie is also kind of in the horror genre. Kind of. Um, <laughs> now, I double checked. This is your favorite movie of all time. It is. Okay. <laughs> Don't ask Even... me why. <laughs> <laughs> what is I haven't it? seen it. I'm so sorry. You haven't seen it? <laughs> no, I haven't seen okay. it Okay. Probably my favorite movie of all time would be Silence of the Lambs. It's like it's not like the, a normal like horror movie where there's like sci-fi and like a like a, like a normal slasher type of movie. It's it's more like a, a like a tension type of thing. Like, and I, I really like the tension that is using that movie for um, the same reason that like a lot of older older like horror movies are so good. Like they 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 do a they they do a lot with a little bit. You know, it's a it's a long kind of slow paced movie, but I, I really love the storyline. I really do. Um, I don't really know what else to say about it, but like I, I, I'm so confused as to why it's your favorite movie. I, I, I showed this to her like two years ago, and I was like, "You never seen Silence of the Lambs?" She's like, "No." I was like, "You have to see this movie." So I showed it to her, and she doesn't, you don't, she doesn't really like horror movies. She likes thriller movies, but it, it, it's more both. We kind of we discussed it a couple days ago because we were like, she was like, "Silence of the Lambs isn't a horror film. It's not horror." I was like, "It is. Like it, it's a horror and a thriller movie." And we looked it up online, and. It's, thriller slash horror so. i think it's it's very like almost like true crime that's yes. why i like it yeah. so yeah. much you know you get really into the story and you get really into the case that, that uh, the main character is working on and then you meet um and then you meet like all the bad guys and then you see like like the the, the exposition at the end like it's 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 i i, I love watching it i don't yeah. know jodie foster is is amazing and uh, anthony hopkins is as uh, uh hannibal lecter is, is awesome so i think those two performances really carry the movie and I was just surprised. Buffalo Bill was pretty cool too. Yeah, Buffalo Bill is <laughs> my favorite so. football team. <laughs> um, I understood that reference. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo Bill is terrifying. Like that that shit gives me up at night. Like some dude like keeping you down in his basement. It was just like a creepy like serial killer. Like, but something that, that about it real. at the same time was so iconic. I don't know why. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad I haven't seen this movie. Is it really like that it's, scary? You should watch it's, it. It's, it's creepy. It's, it's a phenomenal movie. I think it won the Oscar in 91. It's it, a great so movie. It, it won the, uh, the big five. So it won Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Screenplay, Best Director, and Best Picture. It's a great movie. Have you seen the Freddy Krueger versus Wolverine rap battle on no, YouTube? No, I haven't. That sounds amazing. Oh, though. it's hilarious. <laughs> they like take the Freddy song, the one, two, I don't know if that's like a copyright claim that we're about to get but no, you're fine. and they like make it into a beat <laughs> there's a there's like a whole bunch of like um there's like have you heard the Sla- slash street boys oh my god <laughs> he, i was gonna say there's no way he probably hasn't heard of that because he he listens to stuff like that all the time yeah like, so like there's like these uh these guys who dress up as like 
Freddie, Michael, and Jason, and like they just like cover like Backstreet Boys songs, but they're That's like kind of they turn the lyrics into like slasher like <laughs> songs and stuff. It's hilarious. Like you should look it up. <laughs> it's, okay. it's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> Definitely. Um, in addition to like Halloween and Silence of the Lambs, are you guys Stephen King fans at all? Absolutely. I love Stephen King. I really like the newest movie. I didn't know about it really until like um like the new it was gonna come out, and then he made me watch the 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 old old Stephen King it with uh, Tim Curry. But, and then we finally watched the new one. I, I like the old one. It was cool, but I, li- I like, it was really long because they put both parts in it, you know? Yeah, but it's a TV miniseries. It's, a, it's made for TV, so yeah. it's like really like kind of corny and cheesy, but it's, it's, it has a lot of It was good. It. it was, it was definitely trying a lot harder to be like just more of a creepy movie. I like in the new one that there's a lot more like, like a com- com- comedic relief. Like there's, it's a really funny movie and I, I, I like a horror, good horror movie I can enjoy and laugh at, you know? So that's why I prefer the newer it. <laughs> it also scares you shitless. It does. It's really good. I loved it. I love the acting. Yeah, I love um, Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. He's um he's really like good as a character. He kind of does his own. He doesn't really copy Tim Curry's Pennywise at all, which I really respected. And I don't think you could. I think Tim Car- Tim Curry's really terrifying too. I remember like that was like one of the first movies I was like really scared of. Like Halloween, I wasn't really scared about that. It was cool or you know whatever horror movie, but. Tim Curry was terrifying. I didn't fuck with gutters. I didn't walk around any gutters. I was just... I did not want to get my arm bitten off by some fucking weirdo clown. And I'm not even scared of clowns. It's just his performance in general is just, like, really terrifying. I remember seeing that scene in the theater and just being, like, shocked that they put that on the screen. Yeah. 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 Oh, my gosh. That was, like, graphic. Killing, like, dealing with kids is kind of, like, a taboo thing in the films. Yeah. I don't get it because I think, like, I like stories that, like, people are, like, willing to tell because... Unfortunately, you know, things happen to kids. Like, kids get murdered and kids, like, you know, have problems too. And it's like, I hate how, like, movies kind of shy away from that and they don't show that. But, like, the fact that Annie Muschietti showed that, like, that's awesome. Like, that, that's a lot of balls too. Like, I love when directors, like, have, like, the cojones to, to you know, put things in their movies like that. Like, that's pretty disturbing. Like, I remember seeing that in the theater. We were like, holy shit. Like, really, it was good, though. Yeah, you really like, a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it was gory. Like, it was, it was definitely, like, a fantastic, like, like remake like that was really solid do you like chapter one or chapter two better i thought chapter one was better i i I didn't dislike chapter two i just felt like there was just too much going on okay um throughout most of it even though that's what the story was you know but i just i prefer chapter one i thought it was really good yeah yeah chapter two was actually my very first video really yeah yeah Yeah, that's right that's when i first started my youtube channel so that that movie has like a, a like a place in my heart I think I gave it like an eight. I probably dropped it down like a seven. I probably dropped it down seven. I thought it was very like rinse and repeat. Like it's very long, but I get it. The book's twelve hundred pages long. Yeah. But it's just I don't think things adapt well from books to movies because like I feel like it would have been better as like a show because there's just so much stuff you can go from that book. I agree. There's so many different stories about dairy and just the impact that Pennywise has on that town, and there's so many different stories, and it's like. It's just so much that they kind of try to pack it in this three-hour movie, and the pacing is very off, like, unfortunately. Yeah. There's a lot of CGI in that movie that I just don't like. Like, that's one, like, thing I have about, like, modern horror movies. Like, CGI is just, like, overused a lot, unfortunately. But I get it. Like, it makes things easier, you know? You just do everything in post-production, you know? But I, I liked it. Like, I, I love the first chapter. Uh, chapter one's really good. Chapter two's solid. Not, like, the best, but I, I think it's... I'd give, like, a seven. i give chapter one probably, like, a nine. Dang. Well... Do, do you like chapter two better? Mm, uh, I don't remember chapter one as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I 
don't know. I'm not the movie reviewer here. No, I mean, you can still give like your opinion. Like, I gotta be honest. Number I think from one to ten. I love chapter two. I did because yeah. I like I, I compared a lot to Endgame. Um, because mm-hmm. Endgame is three hours, but it's you know like oh here's five years later. Oh here's us like time traveling and then yeah. here's us fighting Thanos for an hour I really felt that I like when three hour movies when they like divide it into three chunks when I know which hour I'm in what they're doing it's paced better than, yeah. than cha- chapter two I think I think. oh it, chapter one is paced better you said no no like in games better paced than it chapter oh, two oh uh, yeah, yeah 110% yeah. There's, a lot, there's a lot of back and forth with all the flashbacks um, in it chapter two and that's what kind of I feel like can confuse some yeah, people it's like they have to like get this MacGuffin and like they have to like go to like a place where like it scared them and gather like like a token of their childhood and that's that whole, that's like the whole middle part of the movie and for me that was just like oh my god this is like 40 minutes of them just doing the same thing each character goes and grabs something and then it just cuts to another character going and grabs something from the child and then it, Pennywise scares them and then it goes to the next person it's like super predictable that's like the only that's like a main 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 negative with that film it's I just, think I think the main reason I liked the first film better was because I think just the 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 child actor the child actors that played in the first film just made the film like yeah, they were too. so funny and like like their dialogue was just amazing Richie. and I think that's why I, yeah Richie especially I think that's why I preferred the first movie because it was more of them you really, know all of, them, all of them were really fantastic exactly did you like Bill Hader's adult Richie oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, no I thought there were some scenes where like there's some really good tension and then a joke happens and it kind of ruins the tension I'm like fuck like I kind of I wanted that to kind of like you know settle in more I feel like that's kind of like my main critique with Marvel too like there'll be like a really like intense powerful scene and then Marvel does the quippy joke shit yeah crack a joke and like the the crack a joke it's like like, alright like this oh my god be dark for once like fuck (laughs) like (laughs) Disney's like too scared to like be dark and like that's why I kind of respect DC too like in like their their movies like they're like not afraid to like go dark but like Marvel like I get it like they're trying to appeal to kids and it's PG-13 they're trying to make it a little quirkier yeah like I get it but it's just like man like that's why I like Let it. it like, like for once, man. Like I don't need like <laughs> to have a joke after every like intense scene. Like it just breaks the tension for me. That's yeah. like, my main critique of Marvel. But I, I still love Marvel. I'm still gonna watch like everything they put out. That's fair. <laughs> I uh, I just watched. Uh, I don't get like scared during scary movies that often, just because you know they're fake and everything like that. Yeah. But once in a while, if you're having like a bad day, maybe I watched I tried to get my girlfriend has seen it a number of times she loves the Conjuring movies yeah oh yeah and we sat down and I was like I want to watch the Conjuring it was also like 8 9 p.m. right well I guess that's when you're supposed to watch movies but I felt like it was a little bit later and she was like I don't like I don't I don't know if I want to watch that tonight I don't know if I want to do that to myself and I was like it's fine like you're with me like it'll be fine it'll Mm. be totally okay Two hours later, I was making sure all the lights were on. I was walking <laughs> to my bedroom in the hallway. I was terrified. Yeah. And the next morning, even though... All right, so that movie, everything happens at night. Um, like at 3.07 a.m., like mm. all the clocks turn off. Uh, even the next day, I remember I was like copying stories at, on at my desk. And my house always creaks. It just does. I don't know if it's like maybe like the siding or the wind or whatever it was that day. But it's just, our houses too. We have an old house, so it's very creepy. Creaky floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And those creaks were extra loud that day. I was like, oh, this is it. There's a demon behind me and I'm going to die. And the, it's fine. It's fine. I don't even care. Yeah, I think that's another reason I'm not like crazy about watching movies like that too often because they really get in your head, you know, and they're supposed to, you know, they do a good job, obviously. But like, that's how you know a movie is good if it gets in your head like that. But like, dang, like I remember when I was, um, when I was younger, 
like probably one of the main reasons I even don't love horror films today. I was terrified of Chucky the doll. <laughs> yeah, I made her watch all the Child's Play films like when we first started dating. And I loved I them after that. I yeah. did. Like I love the Child's Play films. They, they get less scarier as the movies go on. They turn more meta and more funny as like the the series goes on. That's, like, that's probably my other favorite horror movie is probably Chucky, just because like I it's it, it's so funny because I was so scared of it and I would like just refuse to watch it like up into my teen years, and. Now, like, I, I, like, I'll be like, oh, babe, like, put on Child's Play. Like, like let's watch all the Child's Plays. And they're just so funny to me now. And I, I can't believe I was so scared. Like, but I was a child, to be fair. And it was a killer doll. You know? <laughs> Did you play with dolls? No. Oh, okay. I was so scared of dolls. <laughs> For that uh, reason. The Conjure movies are, like, I think the first two are really good. I wasn't a really huge fan of the third one. It felt, I just felt like I was really bored. And that was, like, the worst thing in a movie to feel bored, unfortunately. But, um. Uh, James Wan directed the first two. He also made the he created the Saw series. He created Saw, okay, which is like for that time, like that was like a really like he kind of started this kind of. I hate this term. This term is always used for like movies like Saw, and, like torture porn, like movies that are just like super gory and just like they're just, <laughs> they're just like That's gory. Really what just it to, is. Yeah, they're just gory <laughs> just to be gory and like it's kind of just over over indulgent and. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, like. I love the first Saw movie, but it just kind of created this trend in Hollywood where we're like, okay, let's throw the most blood on screen and just like, <sighs> throw these movies out every single year and let's just try and make a profit. I mean, obviously that's what movies are meant for. Like, you know, they're meant to make money, but still, like, I like to see a little bit more like passion behind things. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I don't know if it's because I have like a little kid mindset, but when I think of Halloween movies, I really love the Tim Burton movies. Those are my kind of Halloween movies, personally. I know he's like the exact opposite. He loves to see the blood and the gore and the Michael Myers and whatnot. I appreciate Tim Burton. Yeah, I but like, I, I like if I like want to put on a Halloween movie, Burton. I'm gonna put on Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm gonna put on They're, Hocus Pocus so, and Coraline. Like yeah, that's, that's my yeah, kind of thing. Like that's that's what I prefer. Yeah, I love stop motion. Yeah. It makes it. I think it's just because it's less real. It doesn't get in my head too much. Do you like like Sleepy Hollow or? Edward Scissorhands too. I like I was like I like Edward Scissorhands. It's a good movie. Okay. I like, and I like I, I like movies like that. Like any like Tim Burton movies are really cool. Yeah. We watched uh, Edward Scissorhands, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, and uh, the Sweeney Todd movie. Like oh, yeah. oh back to back. All we Johnny like, Depp movies. Yeah, Johnny I Depp love Johnny Depp. Yeah, he's in all those. But we were like, do you? Does he just like knives? <laughs> like he, Tim Burton or Johnny Depp? Oh but, yeah, well, he just plays the the part so well. Yeah, you know? <laughs> getting stabbed or stabbing people—it exactly. doesn't matter. Or slashing, I guess, because Sweeney Todd is like cutting throats. Kind of, it's kind of a slasher movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I guess. think about it. Yeah, but I, I love Tim Burton. My first ever—I remember when I was a kid, we had um, it wasn't Blockbuster. It was like a discounted Blockbuster. I think it was like Family Video or something. Um. I remember picking up my first VHS was 1989's Batman, which is directed by Tim Burton. And that's, like, a really, like, creepy, like, Tim Burton-style Batman movie. You, you I didn't that? know that. Yeah, Tim Burton direct. It's with Jack Nicholson and Michael Keaton. Oh, wow. Oh, you have to see it. It's it's a Tim Burton. It's Tim Burton, but it's Batman. And he has, like, his own style on it. And it's super, I would like, love to watch that. Yeah, it's, it's, I can't believe you haven't seen it. we got to watch it later. But it's, it's, it's phenomenal. I love that movie. That's, like, one of the first Tim Burton movies I've ever seen. And then I saw, like... Uh, an hour before Christmas and like you know all the other like famous Tim Burton movies Ever Scissorhands and all that but he has such a unique style I really love Tim Burton a lot he like, does he does the second one he does Batman Returns as well yeah oh, wow. which is even creepier <laughs> <laughs> my favorite scene is when Danny DeVito is going I'm Oswald Cobblepot <laughs> <laughs> there's some really gross scenes in that movie with the, <laughs> with the penguin there's some like 
really like mature themes in that movie. It's it's kind of like creepy for kids to watch. Like I don't think that would slide nowadays. <laughs> I want to say I do think the Country movie was fantastic. I just don't like it because I don't want to put myself through that again. It's very like Exorcist s. Yeah, know? it's very like paying homage to like like movies like that. And the Exorcist is like number one um, movie about like. Um, exorcisms obviously so it's like the gold standard that like every like exorcist movie tries to be is you know the original exorcist which is a really creepy movie by the way I think we watched that like recently too I hate that movie <laughs> I hate it it's too much also, too much also a 70s movie a lot of great movies came out in the 70s like Halloween Text Chainsaw Massacre The Exorcist it was a very dark time for films The Godfather Taxi Driver I mean there's so many great films I love that you're to say he's like these are great they're really scary though and you're like no (laughs) absolutely not I love weird things I love dark things like I like stories that are just like super out there and and controversial like cause like I'm like in the 70s like imagine seeing these movies for the first time you're like shit like what the fuck are these people doing like there was outrages in the streets for like content like this you think like shit's crazy now like doing that stuff in the 70s was super controversial like they, like movies like that like are like super common now it's like oh yeah like this this girl's like her head's twisting around cool i've seen this thousands of times you know but like in the 70s like we're in like things are more you know like conservative conservative mm-hmm. and pure or whatever like people in, started like, locking their doors yeah you know, <laughs> those movies like, came out. <laughs> and that takes balls for like a director to do that like during that time like these are guys who like were pioneers and innovators and like true innovators and like really put their like foot forward and open the doors for a lot of other people to make movies like you know similar to theirs it's like really like i respect that a lot because like that's a huge risk you know like your movie could have failed because of that or the mpaa could have cut out a lot of that stuff but they didn't it was just you know kind of like the 70s was kind of like times changing in the like what we get to see now in films you know all this other explicit gore and stuff so, so do you get like like tickets for movies and stuff like that like screenings um yeah like i i go online and i find like advanced screenings so okay. i'm seeing halloween kills a couple days early so nice. that, com- that comes out technically the night of the 14th but i'm seeing on the 12th okay so that that's gonna be so are you going excited for that yeah i am going yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's coming with me and um uh, that that's exciting just um it's really just ways to try and get ahead of people who are also doing the same videos i'm doing so i'm trying to see the movie early so i can have my review out the same day it releases yeah you know so i'm trying to just just little things to get ahead that's really what it is it's just because i'm my channel's not that big like 500 people is a lot of pe- people like in retrospect you know if you gather around 500 people that's a lot of people but at the same time it's not you yeah, know? Yeah. like in the grand scheme of things i'm trying to like you know get more people and just trying to grow every video and, and i've been doing that you know every video i get whether it's five subscribers or one or two it's still progress and like I have to remind myself that, like, you know, like, it's not all going to come in, like, one video. That's very yeah. rare. Like, people don't usually blow up after one video. So, I'm just, just trying to get better right now. That's really all I'm doing. Like, I'm not perfect. Like, I just, I felt like now I'm starting to kind of hit my stride and kind of, like, okay, I'm making videos that people want to watch. <laughs> you know, like, because before I was, like, watching my own videos and being, like, I would not fucking watch this. Like, who the, like, this is terrible. Like, I'm so monotone. I have no energy. I'm like, just, I felt like super defeated. And like, there's times where I just didn't make videos. So I was just like really depressed. Cause it's hard to like get in front of a microphone and get in front of a camera and act all super happy and energetic when you're really not. Yeah. You know, that's like super hard to do.
this is the trials and tribulations of trivia with a fan. So, because like fans are always like this, and then I ask you a question, you're like, uh, I don't know, like that's the idea. I, this is only the second time I've done that. That name is still being workshopped. If you guys want to like come up with anything, I think else. it's fun. All right, sweet. So, how many traps are in the original Saw movie? All right, hold on. One, two. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with four. Okay, uh, no, the the number is like a little bit uh, luckier, if you know what I mean. Seven. Yeah. I was oh, going to say seven. I don't know, I don't man. know why. It just That's felt okay. right. You didn't like him as much. The yeah, Saw I'm movies, not, not so, a huge yeah. Saw fan, but yeah. That's okay. We can always cut it in post. <laughs> That's <laughs> the joke. If you get it wrong, we cut it in post. What was the name of the camp in 1980s Friday the 13th? Camp Crystal Lake. That is correct. According to Zimbio.com, the name Patrick Bateman in American Psycho was to pay homage to what Alfred Hitchcock character? Um... Oh, it's from Psycho, right? Oh yep. my god. Uh, oh, what's his name? Oh my god. I'm like drawing a blank now. Uh, oh my god. I, I I know the movie, but I cannot... Uh, it, the it, second it, I say it, you're going to be... Yeah, I know say it. What is uh, it? Norman Bates. There we go. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that one? No, not at all. <laughs> Damn it. Like, I, I had it. I just I didn't like, even, had a brain fart. I didn't even have an, a, a slightest clue. Yeah, yeah, I had it. It's okay. Right. Uh, in Jordan Peele's film... Us. Mm-hmm. What time does Adelaide's son Jason point out on the clock? Those numbers in sequence continue to pop up throughout the movie in signs and game scores. You would know this. Oh, I should know this. Oh my god. I like I've seen Hill, this movie but... a couple times. Yeah, I, I like I this movie seen. a lot. I haven't seen it in a while, but Oh man. I it's a six out of ten on IMDB, six point six or something. I thought it was way better than that. I like us, yeah. It's definitely like a ambiguous ending for sure i, I wanted oh to gosh. i saw it with like four friends and i wanted us to go out into the lobby of the movie theater and all hold hands like they did in that <laughs> movie yeah, yeah but they wouldn't they wouldn't do it with me and they were like we're gonna get shot alex it was like one in the morning yeah <laughs> oh man i can't remember do you want me to like tell you and give then me, in post give me a hint, give me a hint. uh it's double digits and it's the same thing on ow that really narrows it down it's yeah. the same thing on both like uh, like on one side of the, the hour and the minute is the same that's that's an absurd question. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think we know. It's based on a Bible verse. Oh my gosh, no. Okay, <laughs> it's eleven eleven. Oh, oh, I do remember that. Yeah, oh, man. I was gonna read the Bible verse, I'm not but really, not, I'm not. Not religious. religious. Yeah, we're not. That's okay. Well, it's like supposed to be Jordan Peele like, did it because the, the the I have it written here. I'm not gonna it's, read it's it, fine. but it's supposed to be scary. It's like bringing yeah. evil upon people. In the Rocky Horror Picture Show, kind of a horror movie, not really. What rock legend played Eddie? The nephew of Dr. Everett Von Scott and sang Hot Patootie, Bless My Soul. Um, Tim Curry? No, that was Frankenfurter. Oh, yeah, though. right. Oh, damn. I have no idea. This is, I ask questions about this rock legend all the time, and no one seems to know who he is. Meatloaf? Have you heard oh, of him? Oh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard the band. Okay. Though, yeah. It's a band, right? Or is it? It's just one guy. Oh, okay. His name's like Marvin something. I, I don't <laughs> <I'm> know. <laughs> okay. Diving deep. <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, Say Cheese and Die, The Curse of the Mummy's Tomb, and Let's Get Invisible are all books in what children's horror anthology series? Is it R.L. Stein's? Is it Goosebumps? Right? Yep. Yeah. I was going to say that. Yeah. Dang. All right. Well, thanks Thanks for coming yeah, today. I really appreciate you having me on here and thanking of me to be on here. That really means a lot, honestly. It means a lot that people actually like watch my videos and like, oh, like, I want to have this guy in my podcast. <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool. Thank you. Of course. Maybe we'll get five more subscribers. Yeah, I'll, I even one. I don't care. That's, that's that, That'd be good for me. <laughs> All right, sweet. Where can people find you? Uh, just on YouTube and on Twitter. Um, my YouTube name is Zoe Crawford, Z-O-C-R-A-W-F-O-R-D, Zoe Crawford. And then my Twitter is Zoe Films. So I just... That's pretty much where I announce like all my videos and stuff. 
Do you, Ayana? Mm-hmm. I mean, as editor, visuals editor of the Stay Hornet. I mean, it's Stay Hornet. <laughs> <laughs> Just go on the StayHornet.com. All right, guys, I think that's going to wrap us up for today. If you want to join me on Thursday, we are talking to a theater arts major about how musical theater helped them find their identity. But until then, I've been Alex, and this is the Fanatic Fulcrum.